and just being able to break down like sales, marketing, recruiting, management, like every single aspect of the business and profitability. How did, how much money did they make and how much money did they actually get to keep? It really allows you um, as the coach to know what you're looking at for their following year and, you know, them, what they're focused on as well. Um, and then they really do set that vision for themselves. Like what type of business do I want to run? Am I, and I, you know, do I want to be on site all summer? Do I want to have someone doing a lot of that stuff for me? How much money do I want to make? You know, everything, right. Um, who, who, who do I need to become and what habits do I need to have for me to be the type of person to run a $300,000 business? Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Hey, leaders. Um, just sharing, uh, just excited about this new theme that we've uh, decided to have. Uh, we've got Luke Fenn and Devin Thompson on our podcast, and we've decided to to really do a deep dive on exactly what we're doing. You know, how are we are we creating? You know, I know, I know our goal is thirty million dollars worth of business um, in the student home services business and. Eastern Canada. It's, it's, how is this happening? What, what, you know, and, and, you know, gee, the way you're doing things is really, really unique compared to what we used to do. So, so we're really doing a deep dive on, um, on just from really almost even last year when we wrap up our business to building into January, February, March, uh, we, we, we uh, created this podcast on April 7th. And uh, um, and and we're we're looking about giving people a real understanding of what the program's about for new people interested, for people interested in learning and, and becoming a becoming a business owner, looking at looking at creating systems for their own business as a as a young leader. Because I know we get lots and lots of people listening to our podcast, so. Um, you know, you know what we're up to. We're providing this value really so that we can create and find other amazing young leaders. So if you know of anyone interested, please send them my way. You can send them to studentworks.com. You could share any feedback on this episode or any referrals to me directly at cthompson at studentworks.com. I hope you have an unbelievably fantastic day. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast, Luke, Devin. Really excited about you joining us. Thanks, Chris. Great to be here. Excited to be on. Yeah, no, this is, this is great. Like a new, a new innovative uh, uh, podcast, a way, you know, kind of inside student work. So, so we, we've got an agenda, so we're going we're gonna to dig right in. So one of the things that we do even before the season starts is, is what we call, you know, veteran launches. So Luke, why don't you walk us through that and, and what our success is around that, what the, what the process is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think one amazing thing about, uh, you know, really our veteran program is how early we start them. Uh, even before our first training event, we kind of come up with a game plan with them on how they're going to tackle their year. Uh, so we really have a 
a, a full structure where we break down their previous year, look at their strengths, weaknesses, goals for the following year, assess their current situation. So, you know, their vehicle situation, how much money they have, uh, who they're going to bring on to their business for the following year and, you know, how that whole thing is going to work. And then, yeah, really bring them into the January training event, typically having some leads, having some sales on the board and having a whole lot of momentum uh, moving forward into the season. Perfect. Devin, I know there's a bunch here. Yeah. Just for vet launches, I know like I see it as almost like a accumulation of the information from their first year and then their, the fall semester of working together. So part of the program is we actually continue year round with all the students while they're through the first semester of school. So actually working on either just their personal habits around school and studying, lifestyle habits, getting back to, you know, the social environment, managing their, you know, fitness, uh, and for a lot of top performing vets, actually starting to scale their business, looking to see who are the key players that I want to be introducing and bringing into my business so that I can go start off the next year, you know, for example, 2022 at a really, really high level. So it's really a a buildup of we're working on things week by week, whether it's personal, work-wise, school habit-wise. Uh, and then when we actually meet at the end of the semester in December, uh, we're actually kicking off, you know, summarizing all the stuff that we've completed and really making a great game plan of just what is to come over the next 10 months to ensure that they're on track for their goals, profit-wise, revenue-wise, all that great stuff. Yeah, no, I think that's so great. There's so much there to dig into. You know, one of the biggest things is we, we learn more and more and more about the power of habits. So, so that's one of the things that we really focus on is just, you know, taking on a habit and it takes, they say it takes 21 days to create a new habit. So, hey, every month, let's create a new habit. Is it waking up? Is it going to the gym? Is it whatever it is? And just, just continue to improve them so that they're more and more hip, that their habits are driving them to success. And one of the things actually I wanted to jump to actually that really sets all this up is really in the summer. So the summer of 2021, you know, looking through to the summer of 2022, we're identifying that the group of operators, there's over 50% who want to return. And they're actually already creating the next year then. And through creating it, they're already starting to recruit amazing workers in their business, amazing leaders in their business. They're already having conversations with customers. And there's something to that that actually builds, builds on the season, right? So that they're concluding more powerfully and they're actually living into this. So, so we're having people see it's again, it's just not, oh, I'm running a painting or window cleaning business. No, I'm becoming a better and better leader. It's like I'm now taking a management role, like I'm running my small business in a management role. And then how do I run it as an executive would, right? You know, and, and we, we show graphs and trainings that show that the different levels that we're looking for that eventually lead to, as Patrick likes to say, savage careers and really, really powerful careers. So, so anything else there in the, in the fall that you like about what you're doing with your teams? Because this is all new for a whole bunch of our alumni listen to our podcast and they'll go, what? You, you're, you're doing this all year round. This is so fantastic. Yeah, the, the one, the, uh, I guess, just adding on top of your point of just kind of, I guess, summarizing kind of going from a rookie to a vet is just at the end of the year, really identifying what went really well, what didn't. Uh, and looking, like you said, building the image of their second year. So for a lot of veterans, they want to go triple or quadruple the size of their business from $100,000 to you know $400,000. And for 
all of those areas, we start to build, you know, not only just like what the vision is of revenue or profit or employees, but key players and what responsibilities they have to take off their plate. So I like to call like moving into a veteran season where you're really a high performer, you're becoming from kind of like a on-site business owner to a system checker. And every responsibility that you give off to one of your new employees, you need a system to delegate it effectively so that you can be actually you know, checking their efficiency, checking all the work that they're going throughout the seasons. So that's something we really look at of who's going to play a big part in scheduling, who's going to play a big part in marketing, being a marketing manager, sales rep, production managers, uh, you know, and, and making sure that we just have the structures in play early on to make sure that it actually is something we can follow through on. So, so Luke. Yeah. And I guess that's, you know, really why it's so great that we have uh, people returning year after year and planning on coming back so far in advance. You know, it's like our, our next season, our next summer is 14 months away and we already have people planning on coming back for that. Yes. So they're able to look at, you know, their current, their current staff and employees and see who can I really develop, right? Like who is someone that next year I want to be in a role where they're managing production and crews how can I get them actually doing sales now and being able to take a little bit off that side of the business as well? Um, so having that you know long term vision really allows for their day to day to be a little bit different, you know, knowing they're coming back for another year. Yeah, I think that's so so perfect, and and it it really is. It really has transformed what our veteran, you know, all of our operators. It's not just hard work that gets people there. And yes, people work hard in the program, but it's just a, a different way of thinking about their business. Again, as De- Devin was saying, you know, system checker and also enroller, enrolling people in something. Here's the, here's the vision of what you can get out of the program, you know, and and uh, and they're mastering you know, enrollment and engagement and having people get really excited about what they're doing is, is obviously huge. And then, you know, I love what you had to say about, you know, I know just a couple, and I won't make this public, but just a couple of your senior team members already said, I'm coming back next year, Luke, let's be thinking 14 months out. You know, we're just, you know, already on, yes, I'm doing this, you know, multi-year people already committing and, and, and seeing Here's, here's what I can learn from this. Here's what I can earn from this. Here's who I can develop in my business. So no, I, just, I just love that. And, and one of the things I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure we really did full value to is, because we've been kind of jumping around a little bit, is the vet launch. Like just, you know, it, it really is a three, four hour meeting, um, you know, and, and really, really is the fundamental uh, piece of the year that, that we keep building off of, like, you know, and, and one of the big things I always believe in is as a leader, well, first of all, we need to know our why, why am I working so hard? Why, why do I keep doing this? Well, I want to create a thousand millionaires. I want to just create and change people's lives and really do this. So that's kind of what excites me. And I notice when I have that vision really clearly, it motivates me every day to keep doing this. So what, what anything else that you want to share around the that launch, uh, Luke? Yeah, I mean, what Devin was saying about, you know, becoming a system checker and and just really on the topic of systems is this meeting is so analytical in having each operator look at every single aspect of their business before they walk into this meeting. So when they're looking at marketing, what was their best source of leads? You know, how many leads did they actually end up booking jobs from? Looking at Facebook, looking at cold calling door to door, um, you know, any other source like home shows, for example. 
And then it allows them to know where their focus is going to be. And, you know, even as their coach, it's like these were the areas that they were really strong. An operator might be really strong in sales and marketing, uh, but they weren't able to produce as much work as they wanted to, um, you know, because their recruiting wasn't there and, you know, they weren't able to bring in as many people early on in the season. So then you get to look, you know, where were you posting ads? How many interviews you, were you doing? Who ended up sticking with you, you know, the whole summer? And just being able to break down like sales, marketing, recruiting, management, like every single aspect of the business and profitability. How did how much money did they make and how much money did they actually get to keep? It really allows you um, as the coach to know what you're looking at for their following year and you know them what they're focused on as well. Um, and then they really do set that vision for themselves. Like, what type of business do I want to run? Am I and I you know do I want to be on site all summer? Do I want to have someone? doing a lot of that stuff for me? How much money do I want to make? You know, everything, right? Um, who, who, who do I need to become and what habits do I need to have for me to be the type of person to run a $300,000 business? Comparing myself now to who I need to be to do that, you know, how can we get there? <laughs> you know, looking at your, your day-to-day. Absolutely. No, I love that. And, and one of the things is, is, you know, a lot of our operators in their first year, although again, our systems and everything have improved so that it's less experience it. It's kind of like a funnel of like, you know, fire hoses. Oh my gosh. And we're doing our best to prepare everyone for exactly what's going to happen. And it's the first time through. So the great thing is the second, third, fourth time through, you're getting just higher and higher levels of mastery. And that's, that's a big opportunity in the max launch. Where are the areas? You know, where are the opportunities to improve? So, Deb, anything else to add around our vet launch before we push into the January training prep? Only thing I would uh, add on top of Luke is just really this is where we answer. You know, is this possible? And are you committed to this? Uh, you know, making sure that we're setting goals that are just something that the operator is willing and wanting to go put in the time for. And, uh, you know, facing the numbers of financially, what does this mean to get a number of managers that you need to get to sell for you, produce for you, you know, uh, input wise, you know, do you have the time, first of all, to go and put in all this time to set up estimates, to hire all these employees? And are you committed to this? And, you know, I'm sure that'll get to, uh, we'll, we'll continue on uh, talking about the rookies in the preseason at the start of the year, but one thing that divides most top performers from the middle of the pack is just the sacrifice that they're willing to put into to having a great business and what they are willing to give up to make room on their plate to have an amazing business. And, and again, that's for all of us to go and decide what do we want our balance to be of social life, school, and our business. And you know, for some people, the scale will weigh uh, and you know, fall, fall in different directions, but that's something we really want to get a clear, on, a clear idea about at this meeting and paint that picture of if you are going to do this goal and if I am going to keep you accountable to this, you know, let's look at what your life will be like the, the next couple of months. Yeah. And whether that's leveraging people or doing it yourself, we want to just face that right away. So there's no surprises in the preseason and in the summer of, wow, this is hard. Okay. This is exactly what we talked about. Yeah. Well, well, and also as, as well as, is I think it's, and you know, as well, it's more, it's, it's school, it's social life, it's the business, and then it's the time wasters. And how willing am I willing to give up those time wasters, give up those things that really are they driving me forward? Or how much of those time wasters do I need? Am I really willing to commit to, to sort of say, hey, I'm really up to this. And, and one of the things I, I love is, is reverse engineering. 
I know, especially at a veteran level, I know my 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 marketing impact and how how many hours I need to get leads and how much money I need to invest in Facebook or whatever. So so these are the these are the inputs I need and this will deliver. Now, am I willing to do it? You know, I think that's that's so great. And that's what we all have to ask ourselves as leaders. You know, it's just, am I willing to do the things that my goals need me to do? <laughs> Luke. Yeah, I guess. And uh, even on that, we have what we call the veteran max launch calculator, where we're literally just plugging in the figures that they say they want to hit. And then the outputs are the the numbers of leads they need per week at X amount of leads per hour. You know, this is how uh, many hours per week of canvassing time that they're going to need to actually be able to put in. So then it is like Devin said, are you committed to cumulatively between you and your guys putting in? 38 hours of marketing a week, you know, you can leverage 20 of that, but this, you know, or whatever the number is. Right. And then it's like, okay, right. Let's have our goal. Like, let's be super committed to our goals and, you know, be able to block off however much time you know, tool says we're going to need per week and actually be able to do that. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I think we've really done, done a bunch of work here in just outlining the, the, the veteran role. So, you know, we've got a really, you know, uh, I guess this year we we did an online training, a three-day online training. I guess, sorry, it was more than that because there are extra days for veteran trainings. And so, you know, uh, in the future, we'll be doing in-person trainings. Uh, and and so it's, it's about five or six days because some are veteran wholeheartedly uh, trainings. Uh, and then we have the rookie training. So, so they overlay lay each other and we've got lots of senior leaders so we can run different trainings. So we don't really, I, I don't think we need to really spend too much time on, on, on the focus of trainings. What about, um, what about rookie launches, Devin, and what, what's different about getting rookies started in our program? Yeah, definitely. I guess um, just to share for, for trainings briefly, uh, okay. just looking at, at, uh, kind of the structure. I know the last two years, we basically had two two online weekends, so four full days for our rookies to make sure that they're you know really just learning all the basics of sales, marketing, recruiting, time management, uh, you know, obviously learning about their trade at the same time of just running a professional business and really what that means. And although the last two years we've had it online, uh, moving forward, we're definitely going to have it in person. And, and I know having our first production training a couple of weeks ago with 200 people almost uh, in, in, the, in the conference center and breakout rooms was amazing. Uh, just actually having that energy back. Um, but I think that's just, again, the building blocks of building community, really building knowledge of what is, you know, to come and just expectations for the year. So really just getting the roadmap of exactly how it's going to play out, having your coaches know exactly, okay, in these three weeks, we're focusing on marketing. These three weeks, we're going to start sales. These three weeks, we're starting recruiting and and just being able to see exactly what is to come, although it's the first time you've ever run a business. So there's uncertainty, but there's a whole lot of certainty that we can provide around how to do it really, really effectively. And with rookie launches, that's kind of what we dig into right away is we start training uh, and then you go meet as a first year operator with your business coach. You basically have a three to four hour meeting laying out exactly where you're going to run your business. So all the specific areas that we've gathered data on over the last you know, 15 to 20 years of these are the best neighborhoods where we have the most supportive clients, uh, you know, really great um, just you know, booking percentages or odds of actually getting work within these doors for you know, online marketing, for in-person marketing, whatever that might be. 
we also go look and really just start to or continue to build our relationship with new operators. This is someone who, you know, this is my first year as a coach working with them. So we're just getting to, you know, uh, getting to know each other on a personal level of, you know, uh, I guess just, you know, habits and, and things that we like and don't like, you know, just just like anyone else. Uh, throughout the meeting, you know, wanting to identify just their strengths and weaknesses. So if they know that maybe they haven't developed as much as they want in time management, yes. we go through that. You know, if they know they haven't developed their public speaking abilities or communication skills in past, you know, summer jobs and in, in class, they're still nervous in front of the, you know, in front of the room. We want to really dig into how that will, you know, make an impact or have an impact on their business and just the strategies that we can start to put in play right away to make sure that they are developing that skill set. And I guess in in hindsight or kind of in overall, just making sure that they're building the image of who they're they're going to be September 1st with their business revenue wise, you know, what their profit goal might be, what employees, you know, the total number of other students that they want to provide full-time work for so that they can be helping for their, you know, schooling costs, as well as just who they want to be personally at the end of the summertime, you know, the skills uh, and the development that they think will help them set up for a really great career or future internships. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, I guess really just along those lines. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and I think one thing that's really awesome about the uh, rookie launch meetings is them getting really clear on why they applied and why they really want to be a part of this program. So, you know, why, why, what is something they want to get this year? So, you know, they want to get management experience and, you know, learn how to run a team. They want to get sales skills because they know, you know, in future careers, they're going to have to sell themselves in one capacity or another. Um, and then it's, you know, really just why is that? So, you know, why do you want to get this management skills? Why do you want to get this leadership opportunity at this age? And, you know, really like Devin was saying earlier, uh, there's obviously going to be some sacrifices in terms of, you, you know, you're spending a lot of time, you're working hard, you're doing something that not a lot of people have the opportunity or, or chance to do, you know, you really want to get clear on your vision and, you know, why, why you're really here. And then, you know, on the coaching side of things, when, when you know what's going to motivate them and, and why they're here, it allows you to just, you know, be more clear on the same things that, that they are. Absolutely. And a couple of the other things that I want to, want to uh, share with our leaders is, is one exercise that I, I got from a friend uh, was a values exercise. And we've been using that now for the last 15 years. And, and so identifying values that are key for people. And you might say, well, why does that matter? Well, you know what's true is if we actually act outside of our values, we can act outside of our values, of course, but eventually we'll stop wanting to do the business. We'll stop wanting to do what it is because we'll give ourselves so much pain that we won't allow ourselves to continue. So one of the things is being really aware of your values as you're going into this new thing. All of a sudden, I'm going to Wow, I'm dealing with people, I'm dealing with clients, I'm, I'm dealing in different situations. So having those values as a real touch point is, I think, something that's really, really important. Another thing is, is we use um, Predictive Index, which is, is an incredible test, one of the fastest growing companies in Canada year over year. Um, uh, one of our amazing alumni is, uh, is, a, is a partner in that, um, uh, Rob Friday. And Basically, what that does is it gives people an idea of their motivators, their personality. Some of those things will fit right into what normally an operator fits like. 
some of those will not exactly fit right into. You know, does that mean that they can't be an entrepreneur or can't be an operator? Of course not. They'll just need to adapt a little bit. Let's say someone's a little bit more introverted. Well, that's a real gift. Um, wish I had some more introverted skills, um, but but uh, so that they'll just need to again understand. Wow, this is how I how I'm going to need to act. I'm going to need to mask my introversion. I'm going to need to go and and be more extroverted in these sales situations, in these marketing situations, in these coaching situations, and just have it as a new skill. And so so that's something as well that we use in the in the early on for people to understand. Then they also learn to understand. Wow, what, who's my coach? And how do they operate? And so we 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 uh, share. This is this is who I'm like. This is what I'm like. And 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 that again, that helps working together as well. Yeah. The the one thing I, I'll piggyback on just for the PI, uh, the predictive index, is just how helpful that tool is, and and how accurate it can be for for so many of our operators. Um, a great example of of one of the guys on my team, Nick Trail Laurier Lad, great guy. Uh, I know right when he was recruited, something that we identified was, you know, his assertiveness is a little bit low. He's really detail oriented. He loves systems. And, you know, we kind of concluded that his organization and time management skills are going to, you know, if they're at a high level, they'll, they'll ease his anxiety. He'll let him manage more. It'll let him control his business more being, you know, not one or two steps ahead, but 10 steps ahead and, and having those systems in play. And that was something in our very first meeting, we knew we had to buckle down. We knew we had to get him in shape with having an amazing schedule, with having amazing time management skills. And, and that was something that we were laughing about at the end of the year in August. He's like, you knew instantly, like you told me right away before we even had a day of sales training or marketing training, Nick, you got to do this. And we're going to, we're going to work together to really make this one of your strengths. And he was like, I was just so surprised that you, you could identify that and really follow through on making that happen. And he's in his second year now, his schedule is just packed to the brim, all the different colors, all the different categories, lists and lists of just how he's going to complete the week. And, and really, again, just operating at his highest capacity where he's got an amazing plan in front of him. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. No, that's, that's, that's awesome. So, so we have this um, amazing, uh, you know, again, we've, we've done two amazing zoom events and they really are amazing. And, you know, so, so, so we come out with all this intensity, all this energy uh, loop, you know, we, we run these, these launches, we have a plan moving forward. What's the first thing that we dig in and why, why don't we describe what that looks like? Definitely. Yeah. The first thing we, first thing we dive into immediately after January training is marketing trainings. Uh, so that's us going out door to door in big groups uh, and sourcing a whole lot of interest uh, from potential clients. So kind of starts with a big conference call where we get everyone really fired up. We go over all of the scripts that we have. So what's our initial pitch when we get to the door? What are potential objections that we might be you know, facing where you know, people are saying, well, it's too early. You know, it's, it's January, there's snow on the ground. I'm not really thinking about um, you know, painting in the summer or window cleaning. And how are we actually you know, able to handle those and, you know, still be able to follow up with them, still get them uh, into an estimate. So marketing trainings, you know, happen really right off the jump. Um, we're in different cities as coaches every single day, just, you know, going out with groups. Uh, we bring out our veteran operators and we go in pairs door to door and really teach them how, uh, how that whole side of the business works. And 
I think the great thing about, you know, cold calling and door to door is it's outbound sales. It's us going out and finding the work when it's not coming into us, because obviously the work that we do is very seasonal. So with us being able to go out in the wintertime, we're still able to source incredible amounts of, uh, you know, of clients pre-booked for the summertime based on our efforts purely. Absolutely. Uh, Devin. And with, with marketing, I, I know uh, there's many different avenues that we go down for the business to generate leads throughout the year and, and why door-to-door continues to be in our, I guess, wheelhouse of ways of generating leads isn't because it's just, you know, old fashioned, we're not changing ways, but it's one of the best ways to go and build the skill set that'll make you a successful marketer, that'll make you a successful leader, that'll make you a successful salesperson later on when other avenues like Facebook ads and Google ads and direct mail open up and are really, you know, feasible financially when you're putting a little bit of money, you're getting a lot of return is from building thick skin, from having great conversations with clients, from getting amazing training throughout these early months, you have so much time to actually make mistakes and you have so much time to get support from your coach. You have so much time to get support from other veteran and rookie operators locally so that when you actually are at the start of the season, you know, start of April where the snow's melted, people are begging us for estimates, you're fully confident in sales, you're fully confident in just how to communicate and objection handle and, you know, be able to drive urgency so that that actually, you know, correlates to you getting a bunch of sales, booking a bunch of clients. So uh, definitely one of the reasons why we love having such strong starts with our rookies, you know, building that skill set throughout the early months is just having amazing marketing trainings and uh, making sure that they're feeling confident in all, all those areas. Yeah. One of the things, um, you know, for our, for our leaders, you know, good chance listening to other podcasts and reading other books, you know, you'll hear the idea about an elevator pitch. The idea that so often leaders will, will, will have an opportunity, it's a short opportunity to make a difference and to make a pitch so that someone gets what you're, you're communicating and, and starts asking you, oh yeah, Luke, tell me more about that. Tell me more about that. So, you know, Devin's so correct. We would not, we will never give up canvassing as a, as a, as a tool because it's such an amazing skill set to have. And that, that yes, in the future, you know, uh, you know, 30 year old, 40 year old, 50 year old, 70 year old, 60 year old, you know, knocking it out of the park. They are not doing that. Okay. They're not outboard, outward canvassing, but they have all those skills. And because of that skills, they, they can, they can turn that conversation, you know, and they, they, they know what the customer wants and, and just getting the reps in. And, and so, you know, and, and it is quite interesting, you know, what, what has people resisting that? Um, you know, I always like to think, you know, one of the things it's, it's kind of like, well, what has people resisting just being healthy is, well, I need to combat my need to go and I know want to buy a cupcake or want to eat chips or something that that's not going to work for me or go and have the have sometimes the pain of suffering to go to the gym to be fit. Uh, th- those are some of the things that that impact me. And so sometimes marketing is that there's another thing that impacts people is just that there's a fear of people, you know, like so listening to our leaders out there. Are you afraid of people? And the truth is, yes, you are, because we all are. But Luke, Devin, and I are way less afraid. 
and way less afraid than we just when we started this because you just learned to, oh, it's okay. Have another conversation. Have another conversation because it's 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 embedded in us and humans early on. If you think about our evolution, you know, you, 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 it's not good to stand out because that you're going to get taken by the cyber tooth, the the, the the big tiger. You know, not good. To, not good to be standing out. So, so any other thoughts about our marketing training and the marketing process early on in the season? Okay. So, so, so one thing that we will do is we'll get all this marketing going and then we, we, we start shifting for vet estimates. I, I know a lot of times, you know, our leaders like Luke and Devin, who are, who are running three, $4 million teams, they'll actually have people already with a lot booked, but you know, that's a, that's a period. Tell us more about going out with veterans. Don't they already know it? Like you're going out with veterans and they've booked you know, they've already run quarter million dollar seasons. They've already run, you know, $400,000 years. Why, why are you going it with them, Luke, Devin? Yeah, I know uh, one, of, one of our things that we talk about at our coaches retreat is assume rookies know nothing and assume veterans forgot it all. Uh, and, and that's one thing, just given the landscape of our business, finishing up in September and having four or five months off of really, you know, being immersed in the sales systems, being immersed in just the production systems. There's a lot of other things going through their head and where not purposefully, but, uh, you know, off habits, I guess, will start to build. So when we're getting back into it, it's just really starting from scratch, you know, setting those really high expectations and uh, reworking the sales systems because a lot of veterans will come into the season thinking, hey, last year went so well, I know how to do this again. And, you know, if you try and you know, remember what you ate, you know, two weeks ago probably won't remember. So let alone how to perform a really, really uh, great sales system where you're closing at 80%, closing at 85%, booking a bunch of work, you know, supporting your clients with really amazing expectations. Not all of that will come back naturally. And we want to really catch those, uh, you know, potential habits, maybe just kind of steering in the right, wrong way, right away. And, you know, for us in the field, just supporting our vets, making sure that they know there's still just that base level of sales skills that we want to just refresh with them, get back to where they were last summer, and then really just work on the mastery of sales. Like to think that myself or Luke are the best salespeople in the world would, would just not be true. <laughs> sales is really hard. Um, you know, we still have, have days in the field where we went, wow, this was not at all what I was expecting. Uh, and for the most part, we have really, really successful days um, most times. And it's just looking, okay, what's next? What's better? What can we work on more for your communication skills? How can you be more thorough with your clients? How can you sell to a higher degree? You know, and, and just, again, promising better work uh, and booking at a higher rate. So there's all just the next steps that we are, are working on with our vets so that they're continuing to get value, continuing to be ready for this year, but also when they leave the program, you know, just as, as sharp as possible. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love it. No, I think that's great. A anything else to add there, Luke? Yeah, I think just, you know, the whole, the whole role of the coach is to play as, you know, a body double there to shadow and to think about, you know, the things that this operator isn't thinking of, right? There is always room for growth. And that's why, you know, even us as coaches still have a coach that's able to provide us, you know, direction and give us feedback on the feedback that we're providing to others. And, you know, like Devin said, with achieving mastery, like that's really the whole goal of coming back and of being a veteran. And, you know, we really get down to the nitty gritty of sales, looking at tonality and physiology 
How are they actually closing? What do their agreements look like? And you know, really being able to break down what's working and what's not working. And as a rookie in the program at the start, when we're doing, you know, those estimates is them shadowing us a lot. And, you know, they're watching Devin and I, and, you know, the other coaches do the sales calls, you know, go to the quote, work with the client, create the estimate for them, you know, sit down, present it to them and, you know, be able to come to an agreement. Whereas, you know, with the vets, it's kind of a mix of sometimes we're tag teaming an estimate, you know, sometimes they're doing it fully on their own and, you know, we have checklists of things that we're, we're looking for, you know, while, while they're there at the quote, you know, were you on time and properly dressed? You know, did you close multiple times? Like, you know, whatever these things are that we're able to, uh, you know, kind of break down and show them, you know, this is how you scored on this estimate. And, you know, this is, these are the reasons why you bucked it. And this might've been what was missing and we're able to look at the whole sales process and, you know, help them identify that. So through their vet- veteran year, they're able to really, uh, really be bucking at a really high rate. Yeah. So two things I really love that both of you focused on were, were there's three parts of a coaching um, estimate. If you're going out in the field and coaching someone, one of them is, you know, that Devin talked about is I'm going to go take that estimate and I'm just going to go and do it from start to finish. And that person then models that behavior. Modeling is such a powerful way of learning. Okay. And I think it's the most powerful way of learning, but it's not the only way of learning. So that's what I want to look like. And again, becoming my best version of a Devin or a Luke. And then the, then the second way is, is the opposite is having the, the mentee go and do it and then just stay completely silent. It's actually the, the hardest uh, thing to actually learn as a coach is don't say anything. The job isn't going to book because they said this, the, they, they set a bad expectation, you know, and you just let it go. Now, now again, you don't you let it go and you make note of it, but, you know, but you just let it go and you see exactly what it's going to be like when you're not there. And then you can go and coach them. Okay. You let the job not book um, and that's okay. And, 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 and so then the person can really get the experience of, Oh, I see what I missed. Oh, okay. Because if 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 you catch them, they was, oh, I was just gonna go and close again. I was just gonna because we lie to ourselves, we kid ourselves. We, you know, so so we have them walk out of the home, not with a job, and then we get coached, we get trained, and then we go, then we then we go back, we learn, and and we learn from that negative um experience, which is great because we learn lots from negative experience. And one of the other pieces is is I love the 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 focus on. It's not just about booking work. It's about booking work with great expectation. It's about booking work that are at a good price, you know, that, you know, that we can make the, the good profit on the job and that the team has all the time necessary and that we can buy the best products to go and deliver a really great job. So, so that's also what it's like. And that the contract's written up really well and that, that, you know, we have all the equipment laid out and all these different, you know, so we know what we need. So later on, the job runs smoother. So these are all the different things that we're busy doing during estimate training. So, so, so that's, that's awesome. So, so rookie first estimates, and I know to a certain extent, we covered some of that stuff here, but, but Devin, do you want to dig into rookie first estimates? Cause that's something that we, we cover, we've got those, we've got those marketing. Actually, why don't we even talk about how we start rookies? Why do we start rookies, you know, uh, you know, et cetera. 
Yeah. So from January training onwards, we basically have our rookie launch. So that meeting, that business plan to go and just set the expectation for the year, what we're getting into, what it's going to take to hit the goal that they want to set. And, uh, you know, just all the other variables that could come into play around you know, number of employees, other sources, the amount of money they have to spend on other marketing sources. Um, so so we're, we're starting there and then we're basically diving into marketing trainings, which we, we discussed, um, and then actually getting into first estimates. So for uh, getting into first estimates, you know, given a team, um, you know, that Luke and I might manage, we'll have, you know, over, you know, probably five, five to 10 first year operators on our team that we're going to go and support. And we are waiting and looking for people to hit a lead target um, of quality leads for us to go and sell. And uh, typically it's around 20 to 30, you know, quality leads where we know people are interested in projects. We know they actually want to get a quote so that Luke and I can go and, and start doing the calls, the setup calls for these estimates. So what it might look like if, if Luke was my rookie, uh, we just set up a call on Monday night and I would actually go through, call all of his clients, look to book us some estimates for that Saturday and Sunday and, you know, continue to do that throughout the week. So we might call Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night to go set up a full day of estimates on Saturday. We'll have four estimates for the weekend where really throughout that process, again, Luke's just seeing how I call. He's seeing me use the calling script. He's seeing me operate our CRM how many notes I'm taking, what the follow-up dates are that I'm setting in our system, you know, tracking my calls uh, and expectations of, of just answering questions from clients when they're wondering about what projects we do and don't do, you know, price expectations before we get there and just making sure that we're going to estimates with people who want work. You know, there are some people who could be a quote unquote tire kicker and <laughs> we're looking to avoid those people as much as possible, which is you know, something we've got from experience that we want to teach our rookies on what questions are great to ask to identify that. So we'll have our calling sessions. They'll, they'll, they'll see us use the script. They'll, they'll see us act and hear us actually set up really, really great estimates for the weekend. And then we'll basically go have a great day of sales with them. And just like the calling system, we'll go through the process top to bottom, showing up 10 minutes early to every estimate properly dressed doing a great walk around, setting really, really great expectations uh, with our client, asking them questions, getting to know them, obviously sharing a little bit about ourselves and putting together pack a package that fits their needs, You know, identifying what the client actually wants this summer, what budget they might be working with so that we can try and fit something within you know, whatever painting budget they have for the summertime and going back uh, you know, to our car once we have that info, writing up some great packages, going over the pricing structures with our rookie. Again, they're literally just riding shotgun this whole day. I, uh, that's kind of how I describe it best. You're just riding shotgun, listening to me, watching me all day. When you, you feel confident, of course, jump in, You know, join the conversation. And if you don't, I'm going to take today as just a trial run and really showing you how this is done to a really, really high degree where you can be successful if you were to go and replicate this and, and building you know, your own habits, building your own systems off of it. So we go in the estimate, you know, we're pricing everything, going back inside, sitting down with our client at their dining room table, and basically just showing them exactly what we have to offer, uh, looking to come to agreement for some sort of project that day and leaving that Saturday, wherever their turf is, wherever they're running their business with their first deposit checks, with their first sales for the summer, uh, you know, and really just with a complete understanding of our sales system. 
We want them to feel confident from the second they get a lead at the door, when someone shows interest to how to set up a phone call, how to have a phone call to set up an estimate and how to show up properly and professionally to an estimate to quote something fairly for our clients and for ourselves, booking that job in and scheduling it for the summer. So it's really just to me, the completion of our marketing and sales system. Uh, and just again, confidence builder, relationship day with our rookie. It's obviously an extremely uh, exciting day, booking your first you know, four to $10,000. I know we've had bigger days than that on our first day of, of sales. So it's super, super exciting just to be out every weekend as a coach, booking a ton of work. Uh, and again, just lining up their first projects. Luke, anything else to add? I think that is pretty thorough. Yeah. I, well, no, I think you I think you absolutely. I think that was very thorough. I think you absolutely nailed it there, Dev. But uh, yeah, it's really just, you know, unleashing them to run their own business. And it's their first time where it's like, okay, after, after this, like you're set free, you go out, you already know how to market and, you know, source lead, you know how to do these phone calls now that we just did together. And then, you know, you either watch your coach do a few estimates, you know, maybe you tag teamed one, maybe you did one yourself. Um, but really like typically the next day we might be doing quotes on a Friday, Saturday, and then that Saturday, Sunday, they're doing their own estimates. They have our ongoing support to be able to phone us at any time, you know, to be able to give them anything that they need. We have, you know, all, also the veterans that we talked about, um, who are also able to answer phone calls and help them through their quotes when they're doing this for their first time. Um, and then of course, you know, we come back and do more estimates with them later where we're totally just shadowing the rookies, but yeah, no, I think, I think overall you really nailed it. Hey leaders. Thanks for tuning in to inside student works, Devin, Luke, and myself's uh, first kind of in-depth conversation. We took us from preparing for a season into the first estimates. It was a pretty quick, hard stop uh, for that podcast. So uh, I definitely got some learning about how to sort of manage that in the future. In a few podcasts, we're going to come back with taking us through estimate training, group calling sessions, the different training sessions, and bringing us back up until April. Hope you find this uh, podcast interesting and helpful and uh, have yourself a super fantastic day. Thanks so much. Any feedback, shoot me an email, cthompson at studentworks.com. Hey leaders, I hope you enjoyed this episode. By now, you are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast, interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down their path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit Leaders Podcast ca slash apply and start your application process today once again it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and i can't wait to see you on the other side